It's time to check back in with Mornings with Simi contributor Scott Chance. Hello again. Hi, how's it going? So good. And I'm glad we're talking about this today because noise, we all have to deal with it and we all have different levels of how much we can tolerate. Yeah, it's in the conversation right now because there's this noise survey going on and everybody has an opinion about, you know, what's too much, what, where and when and how they should have to tolerate noise and such. I, I saw a post on a message board just recently because now that the weather's gotten good, everybody's going to the beach. And then, of course, people bring, bring their Bluetooth speakers and other people get bothered. Ha, ha, does this happen to you? Have you been to the beach and oh, experienced I saw that? a fight breakout about this at the beach last week. Yeah. Th- and this is exactly uh, w- what is happening. And people, you know, it's like they want you to turn it down. Well, I feel like I should have the right to play my Bluetooth speaker <laughs> here. Th- there's a huge conversation happening here. Uh, and I got in touch with uh, an expert on this. His name is Matt Jordan. He's a professor of media studies at Penn State University, and he's written extensively about exactly what we're talking about here. He refers to this as the ethics of noise, mm. which is an interesting term. So I asked just by started by asking him just exactly what is that? The ethics of noise, or, or I guess you could say the, the ways in which we come to live with one another and our collective noise or our individual noise has a lot to do with the parameters that we set for what counts as unwanted sound. The, the most simple definition of noise is just unwanted sound. And so we can become conditioned to almost anything over time. We learn how to hear, one could argue, by just going through our daily lives. And the things that are signaled out for us as unwanted, those tend to be the things that we conceive of as being noise. So we learn to hear and we learn to evaluate things as being noise basically by way of these kind of conversations we're always having as a culture about what's noisy, what's not, what's beyond the pale, you know, what's within the realm of reason, uh, time, place, who's being bothered, who's not bothered. So we're constantly having conversations about this and kind of creating ongoing norms as to what counts as that. And the ethics of it is just kind of learning what some of the trade-offs are as we develop those norms. I feel like this conversation comes up probably every year kind of around this time. I literally just saw an article on a message board about how to tell other people at the beach to turn their Bluetooth speakers off. That, that's a kind of a classic scenario, right? And I think my I've been interested in how we come to think of quietness as being acoustic comfort and how much of our lives now we are conditioned to always be able to kind of create our own soundtrack, right? So the advertising that tells us we need quiet, comfort, noise cancellation headphones in order to kind of create our own soundtrack for the world that manages our sense of feeling, et cetera. But when everybody does that, that becomes an ethical problem, right? This the question of the person at the beach. They're just there trying to enjoy the beach. Maybe they actually want to hear the waves. And somebody else is convinced that in order to fully enjoy that experience, they have to have their tunes with them. Uh, and so, you know, more and more what we see are people who are in their own little uh, acoustic bubble, their little acoustic cocoon, and kind of like it that way. Um, and don't often think about how their sound may impact somebody else. It makes me think of 
public transit, for example, 20 years ago, you would get on public transit and it wouldn't be uncommon to hear, oh, I met this person on the bus or I met this person on the train. But now, like you used the term cocoon, we've right. kind of just insulated ourselves, not, not only from the noise, but just as a byproduct of that, you insulate yourselves from other people. And so in the name of like this peaceful community, we're kind of in, in a sense taking away from community. Is that right? Uh, that's 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 my perception of it. Like that, the more that there, you know, like it's a great ex- example of public transit, right? That nobody talks to each other randomly anymore, right? They they kind of when you put the earbuds in and people see them, they know the rules are don't talk to me, right? That that that's uh, I want the I only want to hear this, and so the, that's got an ethics to it as well, right? There's a there's a certain ethical position that. Uh, you could say it tells us that we should be listening to the cry of somebody else who's in pain, right? That we should be willing to hear our neighbors if they say something to us. But it, once the norm gets pushed toward, oh, no, I have to have my own sound. I don't want to hear anything else that's unreasonable. The more that I think we kind of fall on the, on the bad side of that ethical equation, which is that we're closing ourselves off to the world of people, to the world of community, all in the name of kind of having this kind of quietness uh, as a state of being, I guess you could say. We have to practice opening ourselves to the experience of other people, right? So you get more out of life when you open your ears, right? When you, when you experience the world that is out there as opposed to kind of shutting the world out. So. I think you know that's that's a position we all have to find. Uh, um, but I think framing unwanted sounds as only noise is something that we can avoid doing, right? That we have to say to ourselves, maybe the commercials that are convincing me to buy, you know, uh, noise cancellation headphones are missing something, and maybe I'm just falling prey to their framing of sound as being unreasonable, right? And so uh, I think we all have to negotiate that with the idea that the more we open ourselves up to the experience of other people and their sound, uh, the more we will uh, kind of get out of life. Professor Matt Jordan, professor of media studies at Penn State University in Pennsylvania. Thank you so much for your time. Very interesting conversation. Thanks for having me. Extremely (laughs) challenging. Extremely. Wow. (laughs) Right? Yeah. I, I don't agree with most of what he just said. Really? Well, no, no. Unwanted noise, unwanted sound is noise. Noise canceling headphones have only made life better for everybody involved. I disagree wholeheartedly with that. If you don't like noise, if it bothers you, cut it out of your life. Yeah, but I mean, but where do you draw the line, Jill, then on, on you know, I don't like the sound of, of my coworkers. I don't <laughs> like the sound of the people that I'm, you know, walking down the street who may, might want to ask me about directions or, you know, all of these little nuanced things that help build community. Sure. That seems a little different, though. If you go back to the Bluetooth spe- speaker, and this was, so my experience, it was people had their Bluetooth speaker cranking out music. They had drums that they were drumming along oh to it with. Okay. To Okay, point. Yeah. <laughs> my friend and I had to move because it ruined the experience for everybody in that area. We moved, but another person went and politely said to them, hey, this is a little loud. This is a quiet beach. 
It turned into a big fight. Someone sent up a drone that then hovered above them as they were all fighting. It was quite a thing. I mean, that was an extreme, but that's antisocial behavior. If everyone did that, it would be ruined for everybody. And I think, uh, yeah, and I think the the question here is where where we find that line, you know? And like you make the point that somebody went over and politely asked them, and I think, you know, that's a social grace that hopefully we learn through, uh, you know, communicating with each other, which I don't know, I guess like I'm trying to turn the mirror on myself. <laughs> as soon as I leave the office here every morning, the first thing I do is put in earbuds right? so I can just zone out mm-hmm. everything that's going on around me. And now I'm realizing that, you know, maybe maybe there's some things there that I shouldn't necessarily be trying to zone out. Maybe. I mean, yeah, you want to hear if somebody's coming up behind you and is going to punch you in the face or something. <laughs> sure. But or do I need to hear all the busy noise around me? No, not necessarily. Yeah. I also worry that maybe I'm just desensitizing myself to, to all of the sound, you know, but um, I guess it's one of those things that we just have to continue to work out, you know, as a, as a society. Yes. Yeah, so what about leaf blowers? Yeah, I I mean, I have a leaf blower, so <laughs> guilty. Again, guilty is true. I like having a, a leafless lawn. Sure, sure, there you go. Maybe, but what if what if your neighbors came over to you and said, you know, Scott, that's really loud. Could you stop doing that? I think that I would probably say, uh, what if, is there a time that I can do it that would be less interfering with you guys? And maybe, you know, I'll block out an hour on a Saturday, maybe when people aren't sleeping or having company over in their backyard. I don't know. I think we need to find a way to figure this stuff out.